You're very welcome to the Salvation Show. I'm Paddy Mack. Sean McInerney. And we have a very special guest here tonight, and he's going to introduce himself. Hello there. My name is Peter Johnson, or Pete Johnson, as some people call me, or whatever the fuck you're having yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Pete is, uh, as you know, a well-known musician, and we've got his album here. We're going to talk about that later on. Uh, At the moment, On Good Morning, On Dark, it's the album of the week, and a lot of work went into this album fantastic stuff on it I'm just looking at that presentation there Peter is it must be very expensive to produce yeah, that we better let we yeah. better let people see it first it's a beautiful vinyl but not only is it vinyl it's a yellow vinyl yellow isn't that lovely you can hang that in the wall you can hang that in the wall yeah yeah actually you know what a lot of people have bought it and haven't even got a record player yeah. they just want it. but if you do buy it I'll send you the the, 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 the tracks online yeah. or whatever but, uh, but we, will, we will let you know yeah. how, how you can get your hands but when you were saying some people bought it uh, and didn't have a record player I remember years ago in Fatima where you're from Sean around the 70s there was a fellow who was after buying a Slade 45 uh, come on, feel the noise, whatever it was, and just loved it. But no record player. Yeah. And there was one fella in Fatima that had a record player, and the boys used to go around and sit in the garden and hand hand them in the 45 and he'd play. <laughs> and he'd play it, yeah. <laughs> and then he'd go home. <laughs> it's not like, <laughs> the best story I have about record players was well, I lived in Black Rock, right? And um, there's these guys who will remain nameless that were poaching. Right, and I was only about seventeen. I was after getting expelled from school. Right, punk rocker thought I was invincible, <laughs> and uh, and this is actually a true story. So I woke up one night about three o'clock in the morning, maybe more. It was about five o'clock in the morning. Remember, it was a, a dark, really dark outside. I could hear all this whispering. Right, and I look out the window. We used to live on the main street, and across the, where I could see was there was about twenty lads. And they were all fucking poaching fish. There must have been about oh, 200 salmon, right? Jeez. And there must have been netting them, which was obviously against it. And they were all, shit. Yeah. And I had my record player, and it was after be- buying the Sex Pistols God Save the Queen single. <laughs> and I said, fuck it. I went over to the record player, opened the windows, and I put the thing on full blast, right? <laughs> the boys fucking shit themselves. But the funny thing was, the next, the next day, right, um, it was about half ten in the morning I was knocking the door and I answered the door and this fella who you wouldn't want to mess with now he says you want to be fucking careful you don't fall out that window one of these days <laughs> 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 Mammy can we move to a ground floor flat yeah but just talk about fish I see uh, Nicholas Sturgeon has resigned from the SNP oh, yeah. as leader and uh, Alex Salmon he resigned, so that's uh, Paddy still more <laughs> fishy to see. Yeah. That's a fish. That's very fishy, Paddy. <laughs> still more fishy. Anyway, Peter, tell me about Peter. Yeah. Well, uh, the, where do you want to start? Well, Jesus I know, Christ. I knew, I knew your mum and dad, Lord yeah. rest him. Your dad, fine musician. He played with a lot of bands. Otherwise known as Grizzly. Yeah. Yeah, Grizzly. Um, he was a gentleman, absolute yeah. gentleman. Actually, today I was just doing. It. I, got, I took a week off and got a skip and. Funny, you know, when 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 we parent when we parents died, my mother just died there a, a year and a half ago, like yeah. you know, and um, it's really strange, isn't it? Like with all these photographs, what do you do with them? Like, I have literally shit loads of yeah. photographs, you know, because mobile phones weren't a thing, so you got your photographs printed out back then. Okay. So it literally must be uh, about a thousand photographs, mm. and I don't want to throw them out, no, because that'd break my heart. Well, then what you should do, would you not do? 
a collage a co- in a frame. Yeah, but like, yeah, even if you did that, you still got a frame. Be from. So I'm just thinking, I thought like, you'd be, be a big collage. Yeah, there, you know. And then, like, what, like in two hundred, like in another, like when I die, and then there's the, eventually, like I'm taking their photographs from their attic to bring to my head yeah, to put yeah. up my attic. <laughs> <laughs> but many, but many times you you said to yourself, or whoever was in the house there. I'm going to do this. I'm going to. I'm not going to put them in the box anymore. I'm going to get them out. I'm going to frame them. Yeah. I'm going to do this and what you never do. No, no I was right. looking for something today. The wife and looking the thing. You're looking for the wife. I know. I know. I, know oh, she, <laughs> I knew. I knew. I knew where she was. <laughs> it wasn't very far away. I can tell you. But anyway, uh, I'm looking for something. And there's boxes and there's boxes. I looking for boxes. I was for a birth certificate for some one of the kitchens. I'm taking down boxes of photographs. Yeah. Letters. Stuff, and I said, "Where did they come from?" You yeah. know, mad, mad. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. But, but you know something. When you talk about, you were talking about phones and that. You can take it this and that. But years ago, as you know, you took the photograph with the the cube flash, and it mm. turned around and all this. Then you left it in the chemist, and you're waiting for weeks. And then you got the photographs. You went. Oh, like fuck that. Don't like your that. shit, don't like that. <laughs> now you can just delete them, you know? Oh, yeah. And then I came across a load of photographs in the attic, like, of old girlfriends. And I was like, holy shit. Is that, are the girlfriends uh, well, or the photographs in the attic? Well, I fucking tell you what, they were ripped up and thrown out very sharply. <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if the wife came across them, there would be serious Especially problem. the one in your wallet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was ten- <laughs> there was one in particular I was very tempted to hold on to, but no, it's yeah, shredded. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I look at yeah. My parents were great. Like you know, they were they were characters, big time characters. Yeah, and ah, were brilliant. We were dubs, like so. Yeah. I lived in Dublin till I was five, and then we moved over to Leicester for five years. Oh. And um, that was very interesting. I fucking hated it. I got beaten up badly. Like the National Front actually came up our street and broke all our windows twice. And that wasn't bad. Um, so just when for he, the, just for the sake of doing it, just because. Oh, what the protest against something? See, the National Front were really racist. Yeah, like that's one of the things that's, that I think that's good about Ireland. There's not that same racism as there is that I'm seeing now with the influx of immigrants as there is was over there. I mean, it was organised tugs. Do you know what I mean? And it was very organised, and there was thousands of them. Whereas here you might have a scatter and a bit of a protest here mm. and there, but nothing on the scale of what mm. happened over there. So we came back anyway, and then my father got in a route with my mother. We were living in Coolock when we came back. My father got in a route my mother, and he remembered the pavilion out in Black Rock. I do, do, well. Yeah, so he remembered it for some reason, and he said, right, I'm going on a bit of a road trip. Uh. So he headed up <laughs> to... Um, to Black Rock and he went in the piss with the lads there and he was thinking jeez he probably ran into you <laughs> probably did <laughs> and the next thing I know we were living in Black Rock for me which was absolute fucking heaven on yeah. earth yeah. could you imagine coming from Leicester oh yeah, yeah. Coolock yeah. and yeah. then all of a sudden you're in Black Rock yeah, you, was, you lived in the flat just across the river we did it's right I remember, I remember, right. Well. I remember that flat yeah and your mum walked into Gaelic your mum walked into Gaelic yeah because right. we used to play there and your mum we knew your mum very well yeah. Paddy, how old are you, Paddy? You must be well, I have a great memory. Just talk about exes. There was a, a text that a girl said, uh, hello, honey, I'll call later on. He says, oh, yeah, no problem. I'll be here in the house. It's grand. He says, could you do me a favor? He said, what? 
do you know when I send you a message, could you put a few X's at the end? He says, right, so he says, Mary, Joanne. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, give me a fucking bucket. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, your, your dad played with, he played Actually, with. I remember you in the Gaelic telling that joke. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't me father. But <laughs> I remember your dad playing with a stagecoach, wasn't it? Mm. He played, and then he, he was with Raylining him. Yeah, Raylining him. Cotton yeah. Mill Boys. Cotton Mill it? Boys, yeah, yeah. Stagecoach was the main one. Yeah. That was the one we went over to England for and geez, we had some great laughs with them, like, you know, but um Billy Finnegan. Billy Finnegan, Billy yeah, Finnegan. Billy Finnegan. A lovely fe- lovely yeah. fella. And and the guy that plays with John Conlon now, Dermot. Dermot Quaid. Quaid. Dermot was, was in the band. Yeah, myself, Dermot me me my dad and Dermot were buddies in the band. Yeah. So Dermot would be down in the house a lot and um, they were drinking buddies, big, big, big drinkers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And um, yeah, they were just great, great times. Like they had this bus as well at the bar for oh, John. It was like the, the joke pa- was the Partridge family. Yeah, the joke was it took them three weeks to get the hair out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we had some laughs on that bus over touring mm. around um, England. And um, yeah, look, so, th- so that's where he got the kind of music from. But um, yeah. Yeah, but you're always into now your your sort of music. We're talking about God Save the Queen from the Sex Pistols, but you'd be into a sort of a punky. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. You know what I mean? I I like everything. It's, I way I look at music is I love original music. Mm. So um, if you're playing original music, then definitely I'd have an awful lot of respect for you, no matter what it sounded like. And my uncle actually taught me this. There's only one kind of music, good and bad, depending on your own taste. That's true. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, my father always said would be... In, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, Sean's father and my father were brothers. They were musicians as oh, well. Well, my father always said, so somebody asked him one time, you know, what about all this heavy metal stuff and all this pop rock and pop and all this sort of stuff? My father had a great saying. He says, son, he says, the room enough from this, this world for all types of music. Exactly. There yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and look, fair to me, father was like that. Like He loved a lot of the punk stuff. He loved a lot of it. Mm. Um, music is music, you know. I mean, if you like yeah. it, you like it. I love Luther Vandross. I love fucking Kylie Minogue. I love, um, I love the, the Clash. I love the Exploited. So, I, you know. Yeah, but, that, but that we'd be honest. I'd be the same. I'm into, uh, I, I haven't got my T-shirt on. I was at a great gig in Dublin there a few weeks ago. Volbeat. Volbeat. Oh, what a band. They're from Sweden. No. They're just unbelievable. Just yeah. fabulous. What kind of stuff? It'd be something Metallica type stuff, oh. you know, but very, very good. And I was at Metallica a couple of times. Billy Joel. <laughs> you know, all different types of music. But if you were to sit in, if you decided I'm not going to play any, I'm just going to relax, what would you play? Oh, if I was sitting, Twist well, it's all. I mean, I tell you what, I'm listening to at the moment, which is actually blowing me away. Um, I listen to a lot. I do love. Lo- I do li- love listening to vinyl. Mm. Um, I got. Do you remember Charlie Ross? Is that vinyl Richie and all yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Charlie I, Ross? Oh, I remember Charlie well. Yeah. yeah. Well, Charlie Ross is after recording an album that is unbelievable. It's a double album, vinyl. It must have cost an arm and a leg. And um, I've only met Charlie once, um, but I know all the stories and I did mm. witness him uh, empty a pub, let's put it that way very quickly. Yeah. One time <laughs> as well out in the Claremont years yeah. ago where a lot of hard men turned very sheepish very quickly. But um, <laughs> but I, wasn't, I didn't know what to expect on this album, but it is top notch, very like Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of punky kind of stuff. Um, 
brilliant. Um, so, but I mean, yeah, I could be. I, I, it's anything at all, you know. Yeah, anything yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, put I, on the dog FM just for the ads. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love the ads on the dog FM. Oh, there's some great ads. <laughs> chairs, chairs, chairs. chairs yeah. That's my favourite. All, all kinds of chairs, plastic chairs, wooden yeah. chairs, and that's, metal uh, chairs. That's the gentleman, Martin, Martin McGauley. Martin rents chairs, and he's a massive storehouse, and it's all chairs. Why? You know, it's it's serious. It, like if you ever saw, if you ever went on. The stock market. So many shares have you? Well, if a couple of thousand in that <laughs> But uh, the, the, the Terry Kelly wallpaper. Oh man. yeah, that's brilliant. brilliant. You know, there's some some great. They'd ones be legendary in yeah. years to come. You know? Oh, they will. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> as I say, I, I would be like I said, I would listen to anything. And I remember Charlie. I remember Charlie Ross playing in the. Well, we were just playing with bands around the seventies and that. And Charlie was the first punk. Yeah, you know, I'd say he was probably the first punch. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, the yeah. Mohegan haircut yeah. and yeah. all different colours. Well, the, f- the front cover of this album is taken on Black Rock Beach and it's from 1983, the, yeah. the cover photo. Mm. And it's like something like you'd see today. It's brilliant. It's yeah. some photograph of them. Um, but yeah, no, I'd love to meet him, but he's called the, they call him the Pimpernel. He's hard to come Very, across, yeah. believe it or not. He keeps yeah. himself underground, yeah, which yeah. makes it even more. Yeah. I want to yeah. meet him and in, in the 70s, no matter where you were, you see him, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, the scarlet pimpernel now, but uh, was it dear to make a vinyl? Yeah, it, it's about, I mean, for the yellow vinyl, it cost for 250 of them, it's about four and a half grand. You know what I mean? So mm. it's a lot of money. Like That's a lot, a lot of money, money tied up. Yeah. Especially and, 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 and getting me figures right there. But what? Are they out now on sale? Are they, are they, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we're just selling them ourselves. Like we have it over in the record shop across over the road. Here, yeah, and then yeah. we, but we were we. No, no, I'm wrong. We got three. So we got three hundred of them. So if we sell three hundred, yeah, no, I am right. I think they came in at just under four grand, mm. something like that. If we sell, if we sell two hundred and fifty, we break even, kind of thing. So mm. I, I love the fact that it, it's a hobby for me. The oh, breaks yeah, it even. Is. If you if you were fucking water skiing or something, how much would it cost you? Or, yeah. Exactly. Well, I don't exactly, know. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's, your, it's your love of life. Like, yeah, you know. it is, and it's. That's it's it. Isn't it great to see it when oh, it yeah. arrives? You know, like mm. we we done a charity album there before Gino died, and we we got plenty of sponsorship, but we got a thousand album CDs for a thousand euro, and that was everything done on. And we got, but the way we walked, I never forget it. We were had there's a photograph up on this new thing, Talk of the Town, and you see the three of us myself. Oh, talk of Dundalk. Yeah, you talk of Dundalk. Yeah. You see myself, Gino and Toby playing, and Gino's in the back. It was actually mm. in a club in England. We were over in England playing for a, doing a couple of gigs, and Brendan Boland's son got married, so we played at his son's wedding. But uh, we were heading over to England, and I forget it. Myself and Gino in the wagon, seven hours on the motorway. Oh, jeez! And Toby on a plane. <laughs> he did. Oh, yeah. he, he he left the house. When we he left the house to get to the airport when we were near London. Oh Jesus! We from Liverpool, yeah. but uh, we were driving down the motorway, and Gene says, "We're going to do an album." I says, "Because you're not where we get to London." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he says, "We're going to do an album." He's as you know, he, he died of cancer. He wanted oh, yeah. to do it for the hospice. I was sure it's great to have Colin yeah. in the band. Oh yeah, I'll give you a good story, but that yeah, yeah. Like... But he said, 
mate, we're going to do an album. So we went and we done the weekend, came back. On the Tuesday night, we were out in the studio. Myself, Toby and Gino, talking to Jason Varley. And Gene said, we want to do an album. He says, do you want to start now? He says, yeah. yeah. Ah, so we, we put down the the tracks, done the, I done all the singing, we invited different people in. And I says, Gene, this is going to cost an awful lot of money. Don't be worried, he says. So we put it on, we asked people to sponsor it. We got the sponsorship of the printing of the album. Oh, lovely. And all the and was, Did you get finals or CDs? No, just CDs. Yeah. Got it done. We sold the albums and made 10,000 euro for the hospice. Oh, lovely. And the night of the launch. Wow, that was brilliant. The night of the launch. Was that the list do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. We that. made the money to pay Jason. Ah, brilliant. So there was no Everyone money lost. I, I, well, I'm going out to Jason on Friday, actually. It's a great studio out in Carlin. He's kitchen. brilliant as well. He's I know the shop, isn't it? I don't know what he calls it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a shop. Oh, yeah, it yeah. a shop. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. his mother's shop. Yeah. And he's just sitting there. There's a... I think there's a wall here, and yeah, that's your vocal, or your bass, or whatever. Well, look, myself and Miss Jean called round to my dad's house for my dad to be the bass player in uh, Ray Lynham's Ray band. band. Now, my dad and Ray Lynham didn't hit it off. Ray Lynham. I think he's a great, great performer. Ray Lynham. I think he's a brilliant singer and a great performer. Yeah. But the personalities clashed. Mm. He's very, he's, he's, he's teetotal for a start, so that wouldn't suit me out for that. And, uh, and um, they just didn't get it. They just didn't get it. But, but, but I remember he called out and he had, his, he had a young fellow with him again. And it was around that time where I was about 17. Mm. And he had this young fellow with him who was about five or six. And it was Colin. And he threw him into the room into me. And he kicked the fucking legs off me, Colin, and drove me bananas. I minded him for about an hour. I was never happier to see the back of somebody ever in my life. <laughs> and, um, but on you, this You're album, right, Child Lane. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, on this album was great because uh, Colin did drums. So we had Gino's snare. Yeah. And my elfil is bass. I ah. got my Elfless bass restored. It's the Gibson, isn't it? The Gibson. It? Yeah. It was bent out of shape and I was told it would never be restored. I left it to Connor and a gorgeous guy out there fixed it up. It's bang. It's an amazing guitar. So the two, we had his snare. So they had that feel of them in it, involved oh, in classic. it almost. You know what I mean? And we recorded it up in, in Wicklow, right? But on the last night, uh, when we were mixing it, so all the playing was done, we could relax a bit. Mm. And we were staying the night over in the hotel. This was, which was down the road and I had a bit too much to drink and there might have been a few other things involved and I was a little bit <laughs> it was a little bit not with the space so well, he sent me away he says I'll show you a shortcut and the boys were like oh, I'm not going on the shortcut I was like I'll take the shortcut so I got lost and I ended up at a bus stop in the middle of nowhere in Wicklow Right, mm-hmm. and it was like five o'clock in the morning, and I was crying nearly. I was going, I, I'm gonna have to go sleep at the bus stop because mm-hmm. I can't find the hotel. And the next thing I see this sign that's what you were saying Samaritans, we, we will help you with any problem. And I was thinking, okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's give it a go. <laughs> Why so, not? <laughs> so I, I rang the lads. They couldn't have been nicer. Your man was like, where are you? I said, I haven't a clue. He says, give me the number of the bus station. So I gave him the number and he says, I'll ring you back. He says, there's a taxi on the way around to you now. Taxi pulls up. 
I got in a taxi literally like two minutes round the corner. Was where the hotel was. <laughs> I gave your man fifteen quid anyway. Um, but yeah, no, because you do get a little bit excited when you get towards the end of making these things. Oh like, you yeah, know, um, yeah. And as you said, it's the, the final thing is lovely to see. But I love the whole process in the studio. Yeah, the mm. crack in the studio to speak. Yeah, like, I can imagine. Yeah, we we were the same. G, Gino, Lord rest him. We keep saying it, but they, they do I miss him every day. But. At the end of it, there's a photograph where a bottle of champagne, Jason handles a bottle of champagne. Toby didn't drink, or I didn't drink, and Gene said, it's going to be a great night. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. we, we had a brilliant time because a lot of people were coming in to do their tracks. We did it all done. But then there was some, do you know when someone writes down something and you can't really read it? Well, we got one, we said from Henry Mack, it was... There Goes My Heart was the song. Mm -hmm. But I thought that it was in uh, G, but it was uh, the way it was written it was an E. Oh, shit. So we put down the track, and he had it all done. Henry comes in, on with the earphone. Oh, he couldn't sing it then. Oh, he was, he was <laughs> in fucking <laughs> Shirley Temple. But sure, that was, that, was that Jason's? Jason's. He really yeah. changed the fucking yeah, key. Yeah, but it was, it, was, button. it was great. <laughs> but he left it on. He says, frigate, we leave it on. So he left it on. So every time I hear that song, I can see Henry's face red. <laughs> <laughs> We're going out to do uh, uh, a song on uh, for for uh, for Amy Broadhurst on Friday. Trying, you know, the boxer. That's a fun fundraising here or something. No, no. no it's I'm going to do a song for uh, for kind of like a try and like a, a walk in that you could use to walk into the ring with. Oh yeah, no, no, I she understand. Might use yeah, it. She yeah. might not use. Oh it. yeah. Um, but uh, we're going out there and to do that on, on on Friday with Jason. Like you know, um, I love sport. He's like sport. You oh yeah. Sport. Oh yeah. god, yeah. 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 yeah oh. I'm big shit. Jesus Christ. Nah, it's not my fault. <laughs> like everyone's always saying to me, Manchester United are playing great. Of course they are, because the rest are shite. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was always into sport in a yeah. big way. Yeah. John, John, Sean is a, a well-known hurler. Yeah. Right. Are you? He, he was, oh, that's the best game in the world. Absolutely. The fastest, yeah. isn't the fastest? I couldn't agree more. It's couldn't a brilliant game. Absolutely brilliant game. No, my, so my, my wife's, Father is John Murphy. Oh, we know that. John. So one of the John, oh, yeah. yeah, as an acorn John, as yeah. in sitting bull John. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually seen a photograph come up tonight on that uh, the talk at Dundalk of Bank Rovers first team with oh, Joe yeah. Bybarnicle, John. There was a lot, a lot of. Men You're talking about there. John Murphy. As in Dundalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a picture of him there and that. Yeah, you know, photographs. John, I don't have a, a different John Murphy. No, actually, I know him very well. Of yeah. course I do. Yeah, John, he yeah, he's my father in law. Oh, you really see him and talk to him. I know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I know he's yeah, in a, But, but um, because of that, Helen is sport mad. Now, I was never into sports. I hated me, uh, sports, actually. I was always into music. Um, until I hit the 1990 World Cup came, what was it like? Like the crack oh, was yeah, just yeah. unreal. So I kind of went, mm, well, if this amount of crack is involved in it, maybe I might have changed my mind. <laughs> so uh, I just picked a team, Man United at the time, and... Um, you definitely said, you know, you're right, you're yeah. not into sport. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I got into all kinds of sport. I love fucking boxing, and I love the women's boxing especially. I think mm. Katie Taylor is unreal, and I just think Amy Broadhurst now has a real chance to be. I think so too. I, yeah. I, think so. yeah. I, I was I met her just by chance in Black Rock, and um, um, she was so nice. She spent about half an hour chatting to us just after she won the world mm. or the worlds, yeah. And she was saying she was over with Katie Taylor, and like she was saying, I was able to hold her own with her, like you mm. know, over there. So, well, that's but 
but it's not it's it. not that when you were saying you were writing a song it's it's an entrance song for uh, for mm. Amy but it's not the first one that you wrote about you actually wrote one about mental health Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did I look? I I had. A, I don't know if you know. This is a bit of a mad story now. Um, so I was in Rumble band called Rumble punk rock band. Great got band. signed to a Spanish record label, and we went out there to live out there for a year. Met a guy out there called John Mata, who started kind of taking over managing the band. Mm. Moved back to Dundalk with us at the square and his we lived at the square together in a beautiful flat actually at the square and um, his um, that was back in the days when you could get fucking rent allowance but uh, <laughs> what, what, what do they call it uh, he, he well, or yeah. something like that what they call it now eviction <laughs> <laughs> but um, they, 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 he, he, his idea was go back to Spain do a tour of Spain use the money to go to America he had some contacts into America right mm. and he was a bit three years older than me I looked up to him like a brother kind of on his first night back to Spain he falls out of a window and dies Oh, right. On his 29th birthday. Jesus. Right. So I took the news very bad and I ended up, um, I ended up having a mental breakdown, um, total mental breakdown. It took me a good two years. I was in RD for guts of three weeks. Um, and then, and then it took me a long time to open up and speak about it as well. Mm -hmm. And then I started mm -hmm. hiding mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. and then I stopped speaking about it. And then I wouldn't mention it, especially at work or anything, yeah, you yeah. know, if I was going for a job or whatever, like, I mean, you don't want to be coming in in the interview telling them that, I suppose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, I would just hide it from, and, it's, it's, mm -hmm. and then it was on my mind. So then I said, you know what, I'm going to do an, 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 an album dedicated, just every song is going to be about mental health and I'm going to start speaking about it. It was a massive weight lifted off my shoulders. And yeah, we didn't need, you need to talk with TPM. Yeah. The, um, and um, look at it, it's a, it's a thing that I, I, I do my own little campaigning on it. Like, it's a very important yeah. thing to talk about. It's great to see now people talk about it more. Or people talking about it, surely, yeah. But what yeah. I love about yeah. it is when you said we need to talk is at the, al at the end of the video, there's uh, contact numbers and all that. Yeah. And it shows you that, you know, there's a young there. we need to talk and yeah. it's, it's reminding you every and it's a it's a great song yeah me that was me young fella in the video he made the video actually um with a lot of dur under a lot of duress he's very technically minded he's very most kids are now mm. you know yourselves but mm. um mm. he was able to edit it together so yeah um he filmed it and he made it and he, he was in it as well yeah. um but yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a hard thing and 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 like i don't think uh like you ever, like, you know, think about what happened to me that time. I don't think you ever get over a trauma like that, especially yeah, yeah. I have no brothers and sisters. So, I mean, mm -hmm. if you had me, would you have another one? No, no. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> so, but like, I think, so therefore I tend to kind of latch on to friendships a lot more. So yeah. to lose this yeah. guy, yeah. oh man, it oh, broke. It but there's a very great, it's been spoken about now and the media, through the media as well, yeah. in yeah. a big, big way, Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's brilliant. It is, it is. I mean, there's a lot further to go. I mean, mm -hmm. there's no... There is no support like cognitive behavioral therapy, right? I don't, I don't like that term mm. because it sounds like it's really sophisticated thing. It's mm. not. It's very easy to learn it, mm. um, and it it, it 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 it's just a thing you learn, and it's a coping mechanism. Um, emotional intelligence mm. is another thing that mm. I believe these things should be taught in schools, mm -hmm. right? You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, people are. Everybody is going to suffer in life. That there's it's inevitable suffering everybody has it so teach people how to cope yeah you know mm -hmm. and yeah. it's not hard mm -hmm. but then 
you know, and we all know people who have committed suicide. And unfortunately, we all know people who have gone looking for help and they don't get the fucking help. Mm. They, get, they go to the hospital and they tell them you're going to be putting a waiting list for a year. And that's just not good enough. No, it's not. And all the talking in the world mm. isn't going to fix that problem. No. Um, and they're putting into these places that they shouldn't be in at all. Yeah. You know? and, and look, I'll be yeah. Coming, I, well, I was lucky to get out of um, RD. Mm-hmm. They were, if, if one wrong move in there and you were getting electric treatment, they were giving people electric <laughs> treatment. Yeah, uh, they were heavily medicating you. When I came out, um, they, they 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 prescribed me massive amounts of medication, which I took and just made me into a zombie. And I said, you know what, fuck that. I bur- threw them in a the fire, burnt them, and I said, they're not that. You know, I'm not saying medications. Yeah, I made an album. I'm not saying medication doesn't work for everyone. Medication is needed in a lot of lot yeah. of cases, but it 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 can be very over prescribed. Mm. Um, yeah, but, but it, and going into different things about how we talk about mental health and all that you're writing songs you're a big fan of Dundalk FC you wrote one about them I did yeah yeah. <laughs> look I, I mean I, you can write songs about anything and I'm a great believer in that I love Dundalk FC I'm not I, I'm not one of these people that, that you know goes up every single home game Right, but I'll listen to every game on the radio. I'll keep my eye on it, and I'll go to maybe one, two mm. games a year. Yeah, but if I don't happen to go, it's not the end of the fucking world. Would you go with your father-in-law, Jim? Would you go? No, on the, on the, on the, on the, no, I'd be staying away from him as much as possible. To be honest with you, <laughs> it's a coincidence. He said that. <laughs> yeah, he said the same thing. Yeah, um, no, no, I'd go, go with myself and the wife. Would go. Um, are you? Are you? Are you? Uh, John's daughter, she's a singer, isn't she? No, no, bass not player, bass, bass player. Uh, but oh. the other girl, uh, Joanne is a singer. Joanne, Joanne, yeah. had a, I remember playing Joanne's Christmas album. Yeah, she's a, she, but she had it on tape. I had to change it over. Lovely voice, then. but um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, myself and Helen were in a band together for a yeah. while. She plays bass, the receptors, we were called. Um, but um, uh, yeah, look, I, I you can. <laughs> You can pick anything, Paddy, and write a yeah. song about it. Mm, but I do yeah. like to write about things I'm passionate about. And I would be quite mm, passionate about mm. Dundalk FC. Yeah. Uh, love to see them going well. Of and course, yeah. I, yeah. I had a lot of mates when I, who were, I was at school with who were big into football. Kieran, um, uh, Kieran Kavanagh. Yeah. He played for DCU. Mm. Uh, and he played for Dundalk. And then um, Kieran Dunn. Kieran Dunn, yeah. Kieran was another oh, great player, oh. but they were in my class at school. And then I went when I started getting into football, and I started yeah. going up to see Dundalk. Mm. I remember a match where Kieran was playing for DCU, um, Kieran um, Kavna and Kieran Dunn was playing for Dundalk. And I was like, Jesus, this would blow yeah, my mind. Like yeah. they were in my class at school. <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's great that you know someone like that. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it, the, mu- the music is great. I think it's a. So I was reading something the other day and I can't think of what it was, but I remember it was something about music and it said that uh, the only way to get on in life is to immerse yourself in music. Yeah. But to say that the music is the language of the world because anyone can read music. Yeah. You know, so it must be good. Ah, My yeah. father told me one time too about, about uh, he had a great friend, Billy Flanagan, a great footballer for the dog as well. And Billy, Billy was into music in a big way. But anyway... Billy had a saying that and my father told me, he says, good music enters the mind with facility and leaves it with great difficulty. Oh, wow. Isn't that a beautiful thing? I like that. That's cool. And yeah. my father was saying when it was a pint of Guinness, never judge it by his appearance. Always judge it by his disappearance. By his disappearance. <laughs> <laughs> he, was a, he, he was a big fan of Cole Porter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Good, good. The boys were talking about Cole Porter and I said, oh, my father, my mother used to have that. I said, what? 
Cole Porter, she put the drink in the window. You know? <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> Will you just stop? But we were talking. <laughs> Help! <laughs> we were talking about uh, maybe a bit, doing a bit of DIY. I'm doing a bit myself at home. But it's just that someone, you mentioned something about a fella that cut all his lengths. He measured a length around the whole place. Oh, yeah. This guy I walked with, he's a smart house. And we're talking about DIY earlier on there, you know. <laughs> And uh, this fellow, I have a great problem. He says, great, great, I have it all sorted out. I have the paper room, he says. And what I done was, I measured a drop, say eight foot, you know. And I cut every piece of drop, you know. I think it was 16 of them or eight, whatever it was. And he said, paper that. I said, what would you do about the matching? I say, I never thought of the fucking matching. <laughs> he said, he did eight or 16 different, yeah. different wallpapers. He, he, yeah. he cut them <laughs> the same drop, you know. But if you thought about the fucking matching, the walls sometimes oh. change it. You know? <laughs> he, he only cut the lens, he didn't match them. Oh, right, right. Well, he thought he was a smart ass. You, right. you know, it's so simple to walk into a, a shop like Terry Kelly's and all this and Marmion's and that and to buy a roll of paper. And you go and you paste it you match it then and put it on in my day do you remember the little edge on it yes there was an edge on it you cut it off and you had to cut the, that off yeah. the whole way mm. before you could and if you go in a wee bit you know, oh, mm. for, it's for, not going to happen for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was the way you know it was it had to be cut and it took you longer to cut it but the handiest way of all was you know you, you get you'd put the the rows of paper up and you'd see a bit of a gap from the ceiling mm. to, the, to the top of the paper. But they invented a thing called a border. It was paper yeah. as well. You just, yeah. just paper it over. I thought it was the Brits that invented that. It was, it was, no, no. was matching <laughs> <laughs> uh, was, was was the, the wallpaper, you know. But it covered all the fucking gaps. Like. Right. But then yeah. there was that edge. Yeah. There yeah. was the, the border was on it one time. When you cut that edge away, and when you did match it, you put it up the top. I just like to say I haven't a clue. Why? Well, I know. <laughs> we knew that. We, 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 we were talking about the yes, that all right, Pete. We were talking I'm a bit about, lost. We were talking really about rental lands and all that. I remember and DIY. I remember the time of uh, Cox is the main, and all the houses were built in, and this guy got word that he got a, a house straight up out of an at the time all the carpet for the stairs and everything and he got a bungalow <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> Paddy that's that's the worst one ever it wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but what is your memories of growing up in Dundalk is there anything that sticks in your mind apart from oh music? Jesus so many things well first of all I love the town I still feel like a blow-in uh, I do don't, I really don't like people talking negatively about the town because I absolutely love it. I think it's a great town. The people are fantastic. The pubs are great. The crack is great. The uh, I mean, I always remember when I lived up in Dublin. Had me had a, we had a record label up there for a while. We were only we were only in our early twenties, and um, I always remember thinking. Anytime I go to a party, and I was at some serious parties up in Dublin oh, yeah. back in the day, right? Anytime I go into a party, if there's two or three Dundalk lads there or ladies, they're taking over the whole place. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, there's just something in us. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's the border thing, I think, as well. Um, I don't know if that makes us a little bit more kind of wild in a way. I'm not sure. Um, but um, memories of Dundalk, like, I mean, I've, I, I, well, look. I was target number one to be murdered because <laughs> here was the strange thing. My parents were like were quite 
we didn't have a lot of money. We we, we were poor. Like I mean, we got we, we got a bit of help from a few charities down through the time through the years. We, mm. They were both quite bad in the drink at one stage, um, and like we had an outdoor toilet. Like used to piss in a bucket and shit in a bucket in the house. You had a bucket. Yeah, we were lucky. <laughs> 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 I wish I had All it about now. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, so so so, but the weird thing was. Because like there was this Black Rock thing and Dundalk, I didn't get, I didn't know there was. To, mm. For a lot, it took me into my early twenties to know that, you know, people from Dundalk see people from Black Rock as being kind of a little bit, you know, mm. and a bit of a few quid or whatever. So I couldn't understand why we were getting targeted to, to be beaten up when we go in as young fellas, like you know. Mm-hmm. And then like I found it, well, that was the reason. And the ironic thing was the lads were probably trying to come after me because I thought it was a snobby tough. Yeah. They probably had more money than I had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and no bucket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was um, no. There was there was, like so going through all that as a young fella was 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 fun as well. Like you know, um, I was in the Works was the band I was in, um, and um, we played a, a good few gigs. And um, the, as I said, the, the, the crack was mighty. Um, and then Rumble came along. That was the second band I was in, and um, then we started kind of going adventuring uh, out. But one of the best memories I had, like see, growing up in Black Rock, oh my god, it was just. And then we, we used to we used to we used to rob the kegs from the back of the pubs and bring them up to the swimming pool and put them at the side of the swimming pool turn them upside yeah. down yeah. the swimming pool there was no water in it uh-huh. and uh, for years light a fire in the wa- light a fire in the in the swimming pool mm. and the night I, I heard the guards never call, called down we'd have a how did you get the, uh, the, the thing <laughs> well I heard I heard a good one now. it was actually Jerry McCall I don't know if you remember Jerry McCall he used to have the green gates mm. he told me this story he says um he says, I woke up last night and I heard they were robbing the kegs from the back and back again. And I was like, oh, really, Jerry? <laughs> the bastards. <laughs> and he says, yeah, I heard the wheelbarrow. He says, I heard this. I just heard this squeak, Squeaky guys. <laughs> squeak, squeak, squeak. And then silence. And then squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> Oh, that was it. <laughs> so, well, how did you get the, the the beer out of the barrel? Well, so you turn, you, well, you take the car. I always wondered this. I always you turn it upside down, <laughs> right? So yeah. that, so that, and, and then we put it in the corner. Say there's the corner of the of the swimming pool. Yeah. The keg would then sit upside down on the top of the corner. Yeah. So the bottom of it, the bit would, would normally be linked up to something. Yes. Yes. We just put your finger up it's a little bit sore but it's worth it for a pint yeah. <laughs> I know somebody take the pain away and, uh, yeah yeah. Oh, there'll be there's, like there literally would be 30 all of us were punks mm. uh, I'm that out drunks yeah drunks <laughs> p- drunks punks drunks and then but when there was talking about Charlie Ross actually when there was water in the swimming pool I remember seeing him coming off the edge of the roof on a bike into the bloody into the pool, into the pool. yeah. Um, but no, there was um, there was a lot of crack to be had, and it was all like there was never any fighting or violence or anything like not, that. No, it was no. all, and 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 never Fun. the guards never called round. Nobody ever got hurt. Mm-hmm. No one mm-hmm. was ever killed. Mm-hmm. How I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Safety, But I remember us going from Dundalk to Black Rock, especially for the swimming pool. You know, but it take your life, buddy. Oh, that pool would take your life. Yeah, honestly, it was that so cold. It was, was on the edge of the, yeah. the sea. See, yeah, it fifteen, fifteen. It was Olympic-sized swimming pool, yeah. wasn't it? As well, it was fifteen, it was 15 foot, foot deep. Foot, yeah. Yeah. 
It went down. Yeah. And it was serious. And some fella said he was swimming one day. And Here we go. Brace so, yourself. No. Some, <laughs> <laughs> because it was so close to the, the sea and the sewerage, the big fucking toad passed him. You know, and... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, but then I'm, you having me. But then they were, they were talking about we we need a swimming pool in Dundalk. I seen a paper from eighteen forty three at a council meeting where they said they wanted the swimming pool right. in Dundalk, and they could have put a roof in the fucking thing. They could have oh, put a roof, yeah. and they could have heated it. Yeah, but yeah. take the tour out. <laughs> well, sure, I remember, I remember my father getting into a row one time in a pub, and he he shouted over at the fella if. <laughs> Um, if shit's a third, you're a fort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, great. There was, but uh, you were saying about the dog people. No matter where you go in a pub, if you go in on a Monday, uh, there's always slagging. Yeah, slagging is like yeah. saying, yeah. you know, I hear you're that ugly that when you come out. They get they slapped your father, not you. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you just oh yeah, right, yeah, okay. But the okay. community spirit in the town is people don't actually take sometimes a step back to realise how amazing it is, right? Mm. I'll give you an example. I went to Madrid there. Uh, I, I'm still very close to a lot of people over in Madrid. Went mm. over to a friend of mine's there for a couple of days. Went over and um, had a great time. But, like, there's no real community spirit. Like, Madrid might as well be New York. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, London. Yeah. There are yeah. big, huge cities. I mean, you'd bump into someone in Dublin, maybe. But here, there's no fucking way. And mm. he, he's not even bumping into his mates. No chance. Yeah. So, so spent the, the, the few days with him. I think it was about four days with him. And then I came home. So, I came home. And as soon as I got into the airport in Dublin, I got onto a bus. And I got on the bus... And who, who did I sit beside? A fella, a fella that I used to uh, be in school with and I hadn't seen him in years and we were chatting the whole way down the road. Got off the bus then in Dundalk and I walked from the bus station to my house down the Point Road and 18 cars beeped. Yeah. And I stopped and talked to six people. Mm. And it was just because it was out of coming from the environment of Madrid back yes, to here. Right. It was in yeah. me head. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I was going, that... That's fucking amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, it, it is amazing. It's a great, great time for that. I'm the same. My kids used to hear coming up to town with me. I stop every few steps. Mm. And the kids. Yeah, Daddy, how do you know so many yeah. people? Yeah. That's yeah. the first thing that says. How do you know so many people? I remember being over in New York. I told this before that um, I was over, myself and the brother in law were over visiting his sister. First time in New York. And she came in. She was living in. Uh, Oh, I can't think of, I can't think of the name of the place. Oh, the Hamptons. She was out in the Hamptons. She came in, she says, I'll call into you someday. So she came in to Queens. She says, uh, I'll take you to a few places, like Canal Street is the, where you can get a Rolex there for about $20, but it's not a real one. Right, you get yeah, any, yeah. It's like Jonesborough right. on the street. <laughs> but um, we're walking down and we're passing streets and everything. She says, how do you feel now being in New York? And nobody knows. I says, it's great. Mm. At least I can walk down. Just then, Paddy Mike. <laughs> yeah. I went, and she just says, fuck me. I know, yeah. Honest, and this guy came over. I was just going to post office. He says, to fucking post this to me, mother. I said, sure, I'll give it to him. Oh, that's mad. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's class. You know, it's, it's great. It's a small thing. world too. Like very, very small world. Yeah, but I mean, then take Dundalk, it's just so small. Yeah. yeah. You know, my, my mates that come over from Spain to me, they're just, they, they, I've taken them everywhere. We've gone to Galway, Cork, Dublin, all the time. 
I want to go back to the town. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They, they can't get over the fact that they can go into any fucking pub and there's someone there. And the crack, yeah. And yeah. No, or, yeah. You know, oh, it's, a, it's great. It's, like, there's even, what is the Monday club here? And it's amazing. It's amazing thing of a Monday. Monday. A Monday. Monday. Uh, Monday. Uh, I happened to, yeah. to walk into McAllister's down at Bridge Street, the Latin Quarter, as they call it, yeah. And the crack the of a Monday. There, there, there's there's tax, taxi men in it, and they're still take the day off for Monday. All meeting in the McAllister's of a Monday club, sing song, in it, slagging. Oh, that's great. Oh, brilliant. I was just last bank holiday Monday, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have another can because I'm on my holidays, just in case. Well, you walk away, my friend. Yeah, he's on his holidays, week yeah. off this, this week right, good. from work, so. Now, we say someone wanted to bite us. Yeah. Just send me you want this. I mean, if you want to buy this, this album, <laughs> the can. Yeah. If someone wants to get get their hands on this, yeah. If anyone wants to buy it, just drop me a message. That's the good great thing about technology these days. That anybody can be found anywhere. Yeah, anyway. So just dra- drop mm. me a message, and I'll sort you out. We we'll get we we'll get it to you. Mm. That's that's yeah. how we've sold the majority. And we're we're almost at a hundred sales now. So oh, we've, we've you know we've got a good bit of the money back. But um, it's a lovely thing. Just it's a lovely thing. It's a very eye catching that you know. Technology. We go back talk yeah. about our good friend Gino. He was after. <laughs> oh, sorry. He was after get. I'm getting worse than Alvaro. He uh, he was after getting a, a mobile phone for Christmas, and every Christmas morning. He went over to Liam Gaynor's house, quite yeah. nice whiskey, and Gene in the phone. Liam's and, a gentleman. Yeah. Oh, out in it. And Gene in the phone, and it bleeps. He says, what's that? And Liam says, you've a message. And it says, hi, honey. This is your first text message from your wife, Mary. And he goes, Mary, thanks very much. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> We were driving one time, I don't know where we were going, we were driving one time and his phone rang and he's pulled over and he yeah, okay, right, dead on, okay, right. I have to get milk on the way home or something. He says, how did she fucking know where we were? Where we were? <laughs> you know, and he wasn't, he wasn't joking around. But there was one time we were playing at a wedding in Carlo. And I hadn't a mobile phone, or the brother hadn't a mobile phone, Gino had one. And we were heading to Carlo. And his phone rang, and he, he says, "Here, take that." I was in the back. I tell you, I says, "Hello." It was Mary. He says, uh, "Where are you?" I said, "We're just coming into Carlo now." She says, "Tell him to pull over." And I says, "Jane, pull over." He says, "No, it's a chump." <laughs> but uh, he pulls over. He says, "What's wrong?" He says, "Tell him to check the back." I says, "What?" He says, "He left something in the hall. A snare drum." Oh, and us half halfway down to, to Carlo, or well, nearly Carlo. But he picks up the phone. He had a wee book with numbers. So he walked in Connor Hughes's and he rang this drummer in Carlo. And your man had the drum. Come down with the snare. Just, yeah. But Just until, that was until he came, uh. he played on the top of the bass drum. All oh, right, cool. You know, no bother. Yeah. I remember... Um, uh, I don't know if you know Kieran Quigley. You know Kieran. He was in Rumble with us. He's another brilliant drummer, but he's um, he's he's got a great sense of humour, and he's he's he was always winding us up. But he, he, we we were playing in Cork, no Tipperary, not that it matters. And um, his mother rang us and says, "Oh, Kieran's away down in the car, but he wants you to come and collect the bass drum. Will mm-hmm. you will you bring that down?" And it was in a big flight case, and um, so we went and collected him. The, the the bass drum put it in the van and we're driving down anyway and um, we're almost in Cork and the next thing we hear this 
Hello? 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 Open the the flight case. He was in the fucking flight case. (laughs) 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 I'll come on. How those crazy things and then this. I I remember a few things of uh, a lot of things that have happened in the band. There, There was always fun, like in my day and your dad's day, when you were on the road, you were on the road with a show band. It was bored because there was no mobile phones. There was no, now you can travel in a van and have a, a widescreen in the yeah, back yeah. of the van. There was nothing like that, you know. And it was, was it better or worse? I don't know. It was better because what? there was nothing, there was nothing back happening. Our day. Yeah, there was nothing happening anywhere. You know, the band was at, there was a, a case of, a, I think I told it here, I forget, where we were heading down to play at an outdoor festival in, Doro, I think it was. And we arrived and there was a band set up on the stage. Now at that time there was no big there were just big crazy boxes, speakers they were called. And this band were playing and the guy that organized it came over to us and said, You have to ring the manager in Dublin. So we was over to phone box but handful of ten peas. Mm-hmm. And our manager was the same manager as Horselips. They were all in the same office like and we rang him, he says, look, he says, there's someone else doing the festival. I want you to go to the town hall. I can't think of where it was. Do not put up your posters. Just go in and play. That's all. We went in anyway, set up the gear. On the stage, there was myself, Eamon McKevitt, Paul McCormick and drums, and two girls, there was Cora Turner. And Carol Wallace, Lord Rest. Carol died a few years ago. And we were on, we set up, and we we're playing. I went, the place is, I, I, you couldn't get any more into it. And we were playing away. And I remember we were finished, and I was coming down. There was a DJ there, this guy with his strip lights. And, and this few girls come over. He says, Which one of you is Paul? I says, He is. He says, No, 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 he doesn't look like him. And I said, well, That's Paul McCormick. No, Paul Little. I said, oh, and I just happened to look across and there was a massive poster of a band called Chips. Right. Which is Paul Little, two other guys, Linda Martin. Linda Martin, right, right, right. And another one. I knew they were supposed to be there. <laughs> they were supposed to be there. <laughs> he didn't tell us. So we were there. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so we were writing anyway. I was Paddy Little. <laughs> Paddy Little. <laughs> but it was an unbelievable night. Mm. You know, it was just the way it was. You were stars and then going to, you know, the place, the country club in Port Marmot. Mm, mm, mm. The play before, Tony Christie. Yeah, is this the way that I'm Things have definitely changed with mobile phones, oh, haven't they? The technology of mobile phones and everything. Oh, so you've seen it. So people at concerts are yeah. looking into a phone. Yeah, when they came out first, mobile phones. I I was really really hungover one morning, and and uh, I went down to um, I was getting some shopping in the in the garage across from the hospital, right. And we, me and Helen, it was a, we only it was our first mobile phone, and we just used to share it. Mm-hmm. When the mobile phone came out first, five and six people shared one. And I had, I, so I had, so it was our mobile phone, if you like. But I had it in my pocket, and um, I got got down to this place. I was a bit shaky, and I was like, "Oh, what's it? I'm forgetting what did she want again?" And I got, um, so I was like, "There was a payphone in the mm. in the garage," mm. and I was like, "Grand, I'll ring her." And ask her what, what want. she wants. Uh. So put the money in, ring her anyway, and um, 
next thing the phone starts vibrating in the pocket because <laughs> that's so I, I was like so next thing I picked up and I said hello I'm there who the fuck is this I was like, I'm talking to myself on the bloody phone. yeah <laughs> but it was it was strange I'm sure <laughs> you know what I love about Dundalk and it happened it happened to me a couple of times and in fact it nearly happened the other day do you know Michael Smith's Smitty Francis yeah. Street yeah. Francis Street if you ever pass in that it's windy he's all the chimes up there and everybody's oh, pulling out their outdoor phone. chimes oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he went oh it must be me <laughs> but it's very very funny yeah I know the, like, the, I used to really enjoy as well like you know I'll meet you in three weeks on Tuesday at half seven you know at Kelly's mm. Monument yeah and that was it and you'd be there you would, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There was none of this. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, 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 a week and a half later, are you still going there? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. like, I, I enjoyed that, I'm but I don't know. Things, keeping you. things are worse and things are better, I think. But do, you I think, think it's, do you think it's better? I'd probably say it's probably a little bit better. Well, it's better for for people that want to get across their music, mm. I think, because mm. you can get it anyway without going to mm. a publicist and paying them hundreds to mm. but then it's hard to get, make music out of it you know with Spotify and whatever it is, it's yeah. difficult to make a fucking Rex mm. yeah you mm. know um, so it's, it's it's hard to know I, some they're going to have to find a way to get to get the money out of the, the online streaming platforms Like, but then I don't know like, I love going on Spotify and just tr- looking at different bands and trying to you know get bands you'd never have heard of yeah. you know mm. Um, mm. which is great and you wouldn't have access and I try to remember myself and Helen we lived in Bay Estate we were we, we knew a, a, an associate of ours that won the lotto we were a friend of a friend that won the lotto and we were mm. like well what would you do if you won the lotto what would you get I remember I said to her oh if I won the lotto the worst thing and the only thing I'd want is all the access to all the music I love do you know what I mean? And mm. there it is now. Yeah, it's now fucking free. Yeah. I didn't even win the lot. Isn't it unbelievable? <laughs> yeah. And, and, no. and I remember going back myself and Sean, I remember, I don't think you and Chris were, that at 11.30 every night the television stopped. Yeah. And it just went off and there was a little dot in the dot. middle. And you used to try and lock in. But it never, <laughs> never was. And I, I remember <laughs> going to training for the radio and a guy said something. I says, you know, I always wondered that. At the end of it, the guy that was presenting always said good night. Then a few seconds later, good night. Always said that. There was a good night and then another good night. Yeah, mm. because what it was, you had a lot of old people who'd be watching it's over. The national anthem, the Irish national anthem, or the British one would be played at the end, and it'd say good night, and you go. Oh, good night. Like, good night. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. I definitely things were a lot simpler, all right. Like, I mean, I don't know what I would have been like if the social media had been about. Like, I just don't know what, if I'd have been able to cope with that. Being Especially with too much of a You would have put the portrait was. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Having access to all, yeah. all the boys, the portrait of Facebook. <laughs> yeah. You'd be dead. Oh, you'd be dead. <laughs> God, 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 I was like, God save the uh, queen. <laughs> we played a job, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you were the, what do you call it? A storage is stuck up here. Stuck yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they were the simple days. I've, things were simple, weren't they? Were, yeah. Everything, oh, the everything was very, very simple. Yeah, yeah. No like, I lived in Black Rock in 1976. I was renting a house for £6 a week. Fuck. There was no back door in it. Right. There was, it was, it's actually as you're going through where you live, when you head on up to Cockle Hill, just when you turn the corner of the cottage there, I was in there with six pound a week, and I used to pay fifty pence 
for a guy coming from Hagerstown to pick me up to go into the shoe factory. Mad. So my, my father bought his first house with the change that he used to throw on the, on the, on the counter um, from the show bands. He used to come home with mm-hmm. loads of money and he'd have change mm-hmm. and he'd fuck the change on the on, on the on the uh, on the table. And my granny then would come down and she'd put all that into a savings account to change. Jesus. He bought his first house outright with that change. Do you know? It's unbelievable. And, and it's, it's unbelievable. It's mad, isn't yeah. it? Of yeah. course, to show you what can be done. Oh, I should with, with change, change. You know, yeah. with a bit of change. I, I remember the, the Young Islanders. I was working in the shoe factory. It was 1977. And they had a, a, a weekly draw. There was a guy in the factory. We used to pay him the money for the draw. And I won £500. In 1977, I remember going home and saying, I won £500. We'd buy a cow. Ah, yeah. Honestly, you know, I said, no, no. We'd buy a cow and go on a holiday. No, I have a lovely story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a holiday. Yeah. And a holiday. We're talking down to the swimming pool, and the way it was, people were gathering money for to build a swimming pool in Black Rock, you know. And there was a guy going around every so often, would you, would you join the, draw, the swimming pool draw? Yeah, we would then. You forget what it was. But anyway, we were myself and the kid, your wife were going to go on a, on a holiday, but two, two, three of the kids, to her brother in Los Angeles. So that's that was our Whoa. that was our goal, right? Yeah. And we were saving money. I think it was fucking massive amount of money, you know, the flights alone. But we were lucky enough that my brother-in-law was living over there in beside Venice Beach, there, you know, and beside that Disneyland. So you were saving up money and saving up money and just about just to go maybe the next week or so. We were paying every week to the swimming pool draw. Patsy Martin. Patsy Martin from Planet. Patsy. He was collecting it. Yeah. And about two days before we were about to go to the airport, Patsy's walking up up the driveway. I say, what the fuck is he coming up here? So I, I gave him three weeks in advance so he wouldn't have to come up. You know. <laughs> say, fuck me. Jeez. Anyway, say, pal Patsy. Well, Sean, he says, uh, Patsy, did I not pay you that? No, he says, read that. Thousand pound. Oh. A thousand pound, a cheque for a thousand pound. Big money. Mm-hmm. Big money in 92, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Big money it is. Right? So every, well, everything, <laughs> we had everything budgeted out, you know. We, yeah, we, yeah, we weren't yeah. short, like, but it was, was tight enough. We had just a thousand pound to play on. Do you remember Take Your Pick around the pubs years ago as well? Oh, I won 75 that. in the rock with these two boys. Yeah. Take I, your, did you? Yeah. I yeah. did, yeah. Oh, we, no, we, we were only, we were only blew in the door from Dublin and we never seen this Take mm-hmm. Your Pick. So the way it used to work was, right, you'd have an MC and he would have in front of him 10 envelopes, right? And there could be anything from five euro in one of the envelopes, five punt in one mm. of the envelopes, yeah. and then you might have a top prize of 100. Now, 100 quid is the boys are just outlining a lot of money. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And what you do is you'd come up and so they'd sell tickets then and then... It, you'd pick out a ticket did someone would come up and the MC would say okay pick an envelope and you say well I'll pick number six and he'd go okay I'll buy that off you for ten quid I'll give you ten quid for that envelope mm-hmm. and you'd go oh no I'm not taking the ten <laughs> quid this go on like for, and he'd go well I'll give you fifteen then and then it'd go on and on and it'd usually come out somewhere around you know thirty five quid people would be going oh should well, he take the should money take the should money? he just <laughs> or should he open the envelope and see what was in it I mean, so we were only yeah. up. We didn't know this crack. So next thing, the outfit got called up. We, we were literally living in Black Rock. I'd say mm. three or four days. 
Yeah, if we could call up. He knew where the pub was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got called up. He was like, your man says, um, right, pick a number. He goes, I'll pick number two. Okay, I'll give you five euro for it. Right. <laughs> actually happened. I swear on my Dinner life. for the week. <laughs> everyone was laughing for about half an hour. We were scratching our heads until we found out. We like, oh, jeez. Send the next person coming up. We were like, oh, we've got about 35 quid. <laughs> two weeks dinner. But these boys used to, used to play the music in Oriel Park. And we used to, well, we used oh, to yeah. leave the Fagans. Yeah. You know, for maybe a late drink. Well, there's maybe myself and the brother and a few more lads. But I was called up anyway. And uh, picked a number anyway. Who, who used to do the Mickey? Mickey done the thing, didn't no, he? Was, me. Open, was it you? you, you did it. But there was another guy who used to do it as well. Mickey Larkin, Lord Rest, and Mickey. Larkin, yes. I think I, I think I ended up winning seventy quid. Mm. Right, and that was, that was yeah, yeah. Money. yeah. Uh, Sunday night, like yeah. you know. And yeah. I remember brilliant. when Oriel Park opened first the lounge. I was playing with Joe Duffy New Revival, and uh, the brother of mine, Mickey. He was playing in Oriel Park at a Rangers too. Mm. And Kevin Mulholland, you know the guy who owned the Wooks Barbers? Yes. His dad was a drummer. But I remember being, <laughs> we were playing in Castle Bellingham one night and there was a phone call. He says, for you. And I said, geez, there's no mobile phones then. And it was the brother. He says, listen, is there any chance on your way home to bring your amp and give us a hand here? He says, we're having problems. It was only him and the drummer. So I arrived in, and <laughs> Kevin's sitting with a plaster, <laughs> plaster Paris on his hand. So he was going, tss, tss, tss. <laughs> <laughs> I played the drums Anyway, we, I went <laughs> over to the side, put on the bass, and we got through the night. And uh, your man says, Jesus, it'd be great if you would come up a Sunday night. So I went to the boys, and I left Joe's band, and that's when the Merry Max started. Right. So playing there. If you weren't there at half seven, you couldn't get a seat. Right, right. Unbelievable. Packed. And I remember the Mr. and Mrs. Oh, it? Mr. and Mrs. Oh, well, I remember the legendary one. <laughs> I, I do. I think. What was that one? Oh, 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 I have no, to say, no, it was no. a ready penny in. You, you tell me. <laughs> no, well, I'd say, yeah. this woman was... You remember Mr. and Mrs.? <laughs> so he asked a couple of questions to the to the husband. <laughs> and then he goes off and they brought the wife on. This actually happened now. Um, it was legendary at the time. It still should be. Brought your one up onto the stage. And back there, because it was in the pubs, like, you could be a bit saucy and the questions were a bit mm. and your answers are where um, was the most uh, craziest place you've ever had sex and and oh, fuck, the family there and everything and she turns around she goes up me hole <laughs> <laughs> but, but the build up but the build up to that was your man was asked the question and he says yeah your man you know what says to your man no Where's the most craziest place yeah. you and your wife had sex? He says, uh, oh, shouldn't be taught. He says, no, it's gone in the back of a lorry. Oh, that was gone. Right. Then it's when it and got then to you one, one. Come on, then. <laughs> and one says, oh, I couldn't tell you that. He says, go on, come on. No, 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 come on. <laughs> and she said. <laughs> but there was another one was, uh, <laughs> there was another one with the word honeymoon. It's, your man asked your woman or asked your man do you remember the night dress the colour of the night dress your wife wore on the honeymoon he said blue it was blue so your woman comes in says uh, 
what colour of a nighter hadn't any on? You know, it was blue. He says, I was fucking skint. <laughs> 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 oh, geez. but there's great, uh, I loved all them games around the pubs back then. You don't see them now. Them. Yeah, there was. I, I, I don't know if it's something to do with law or like because it was a bit of gambling. Or there I is a possibility. Well, there was, there, they still do it an odd time. There's a play your cards right. Right. Higher or lower. And then you have, uh, you had the Mr. and Mrs. Take a Pick. That was Bruce uh, Forsyth. Yeah, fine. Do you know what age he was when he died? He was about 90 something. Oh, no, higher, higher. I, <laughs> 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 I like it. I like it. Gonna use that next one. <laughs> but, uh, that reminds me of when uh, Stevie Wonder got married, Paul McCartney passed. Bought him all these kitchen utensils and he was going round <laughs> and he got to the cheese grater. He says the best book he ever read. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot. Uh, there was a lot of uh, quizzes. Yeah, there was, yeah. and there was even blockbusters. Blockbusters. Somebody made themselves <coughs> yeah. like out of a light switch. Yeah, that mm. you remember these when he round yeah, so, light yeah, switches yeah. and the big yeah. the whole thing. No, here's the uh, Buster McGee. Buster, Buster yeah, McGee, yeah, yeah. Done, he, yeah, Lord yeah. rest him he as well. Done, yeah, yeah. Jesus, we're like death notices here. I know, yeah. Well, sure, it's coming to yeah. us all sooner or later. Oh, it is. None of us getting out of here alive. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. But the, uh, the, a lot of ones. I remember a lot of quizzes. Like you had to finish off the sentence. Oh, McDonald had a farm. Then you might spell it. E I E I O. But uh, I know, the, and then you had the, during the festival, you had the the pub drama. Oh, the festival at Black Rock. Brilliant! Oh, Black Rock was a oh, fabulous Rock festival. festival. It was class. Fabulous. Yeah. And I remember playing in the Gaelic. It was when your mum walked in, it. and uh, I remember it was, there was these two women come in for a charity. Two sisters. Right? I used to walk with them years ago. And uh, those people, you know the way people, <laughs> I said, I got off the stage and I went down with the bucket and filled it. Do you know, it was, that was another time it was packed. And then myself and Fergie and Miguel, got, we used to go there to Gaelic and Black Rock. We used to play, just get together van. And we'd have that name, that tune. Ooh, it's spooky as a ghost. Anyway. <laughs> I'll name that in one. <laughs> knock, knock, knocking on Kevin's door. <laughs> but uh, a lot, a lot of great time. But it's all changed now. Yeah, but the crack's still there in general. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah, things change. I suppose. Well, but th things now is that people are just going out one night a week well look I think that's the off sales are cheaper than the on sales back then believe it or not mm. like the on sales was cheaper than the off sales yeah so you had to go out if you wanted to get cheap beer yeah. so I think that's a big thing that's changed that they, they need to reverse they, they you know <laughs> but did they not Seriously. put up the prices of the off license now yeah they have but not not not, not, to, the, not to the extent not to the same way as they've done on the, in the bars no back no. then in the, back then it was like six quid for a can but mm. you could like, or whatever it was you know when you could get a pint for three quid that's yeah Do you yeah. know and that was that meant people were going to the to the, to the pubs to drink like you know but mm. um yeah um i was a bar rep for five years looking after Dublin 2 and the whole East Coast and it nearly killed me 
because it was working for a crowd called InBev selling Becks and Stella or Twilight, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? So, and I was only new in, into this game and um, we had a meeting anyway and um, the managing director come out and he goes, right, he says, we want to tackle this market. It's the highest in Europe, highest on sales trade. So the highest people are going to pubs in this mm. country. So we want a bit of that market and all this mm. crack, right? Mm. He says, we're not going to do a big advertisement. What we're going to do is we're going to give you a, a credit card um, and you can buy as much free Bex and Stella as you want. Get out there and just buy. Go and mm. get, buy it. Jesus. <laughs> so, it sounds great, but <sighs> I was glad, I was glad <laughs> to see the back of it. But that, that, that was done in the 70s as well because yeah. uh, I was at a show band, or in the 80s, and uh, the single came out. And every time we stopped and going to the gig, we bought about 10 records at the same, out of every shop, just to the end of the charts. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we did know. that as well, actually. Yeah. In Rumble, our first our first album came in and was uh, in HMV. Um, and the boys went in and bought 500 of them. <laughs> and then sold them back to them. Sold them back. Sold them back to them. So you, 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 well, you got in it. You didn't make like so. It was cost you a lot more money to sell to buy them, mm-hmm. but maybe twice. But you were in the charts, and then all of a sudden, then they were selling yeah. again when yeah. you sold them back in. Mm-hmm. Um, but that seemingly that was commonplace thing to be at. I would imagine it would be. I would, you know, I should have matches. We used to give them out of the audience. They yawned and thought, "Great, mm. you know, how I'm going to write our player to give away." Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I know it's all for me. It's all about doing it for the love of it. It it, it is, and you know, you know. The, the, there's a great thing you can look back, especially on the vinyl and all that, and just say, you know, I done that. Yeah, you know, it, that was me. I created. Like you probably wrote all the songs, did you? No, well, there's the, the other lad on it, Donica Grant, um, Don Knievel is his nickname. So he, um, me and him collaborated over COVID. Just yeah. we collaborated. So yeah. We wrote the songs, but um, yeah, look, it is great. But it's the crack along the way, isn't it? No, it's, it's the main. It's the social yeah. interaction, the yeah. crack along the way, the crack with, like we played there, we were after playing, we played one night in the Spirit Store, which was good. And we played it in the Workman's Club up in Dublin on Saturday night. Mm. Brilliant gig, great venue. Just m- magic crack. Yeah, you know? well, I've seen mm. your, your video of the Spirit Store. It seemed to me there was a great atmosphere there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. look, there is, there's, it can be difficult for people who are playing original music, you know. Nowadays, one of the things that breaks me heart mm. is um, uh, not so much cover bands, like, um, but um, more um, um, what do you call them? Imitation bands. What are they called? No oh, tribute. Tribute acts. Well, I'm on here with Saturday, and I'm a tribute to me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> tonight, Matthew. I'm going yeah, to be tonight. Matthew. <laughs> I, I get a lot on a Saturday night. You get someone shouting up, you know, Abba. No, Paddy Mac, are you blind? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but there's always great fun with them. Yeah, well, look, even you know, look, regardless covers or even tribute bands, and it wouldn't be too hard on them, but but I just, for me, I hate, what I hate to see is a tribute band filling a venue and then an original band who have put their heart yeah, and souls into course. writing yeah, this music yeah. and everything going mm-hmm. and 10 people turn mm-hmm. up. Now, I understand it and I get it, but that's why it's great. And thanks so much for the album being the album of the week. Oh, okay. And it's great to get the support from Dundalk mm-hmm. FM. But in Canada, all the radio stations play 40% of homegrown music. It's in the law. And that's oh, yeah. something that yeah. should be introduced yeah. in this we country. Have, I, think, I, you know, know. I know that Dundalk FM, when you're going for the license, you had to pay play 
I understand like it's difficult for people to be going to gigs where they don't know the music and you're mm. hearing it for the first time you really want to be into your music yeah, for yeah. that so but how are you going to get it out there if it's not, if you can't get yeah, it played exactly, yeah. do you know it's, how are you going down Chris <laughs> <laughs> good, no, good. Yeah. Yeah, right. oh right there no there there was someone banging at the door there just for the listeners and, and the people who were looking some man knocking at the door that, it was Chris's wife was it? someone was ringing the bell no <laughs> do you know it'd be enough, I thought the gals were going to raid and honestly it's two cans <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. in a pub <laughs> oh no Richard yeah anybody that wants this fantastic <clears throat> it's called Violent Mood Swings and it's called what is it in regards to your previous email <laughs> and uh, it is my album of the week on the, tomorrow's the last day of the Thanks album again, of the week Paul, it's, tune in tomorrow. And it, it's, it's a brilliant brilliant uh, album it's got some some. what did you say about number three being number nine or something oh yeah well, I just, it, it, that was messing around yeah well, that happened I, I know did Hen- you yeah Henry Mack Henry got a, a, a CD done and your man printed it upside down yeah lovely I mean he put the the numbers right but he put the songs yeah the last one was first and that that, that happens but, uh, it's yeah. a lovely it's a lovely thing to have it'd be a lovely stocking fella you want a big stockings yeah. but uh, it'd be no, a, it's a it would be it'd be a lovely lovely thing to have yeah it's a beautiful everybody's into vinyl now it's hard to believe that we're going back to vinyl yeah you know it's not crazy about it what really was unbelievable the, the best thing ever was a cd oh you can't damage or nothing it's yeah. brilliant yeah this is the one. Here. Yeah, it's just something magical about there the is, vinyl, is, isn't there? You know, yeah. There's something it's just something, a bit something. special about yeah, it. Yeah. It's a, I, I remember you were talking about CD. I won't mention any names, but a couple of girls on holidays and they had a CD. Oh, I know them. I know who you're and, talking and about. And all this. And uh, someone says to them, uh, hello, girls, where are you from? They said, Fatima. Oh, where is that? Just past Fagans. <laughs> 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 and uh, then there was another one there. Uh, had a couple of CD, you know the portable CD players the SVS and says would you not be worried that someone's going to rob your CDs no no we scraped our names in them oh shit <laughs> <laughs> but that is right true it's true. I, I work with some of them right some of the people he's talking about and at that time we were in the factory in, in the dock here and uh, there was a there was a power cut there was a power cut nothing nothing was going right and one of the boys says to one of the girls, I've been not watching uh, Coronation Street tonight, Marsha. We don't care, we have a video. <laughs> true, I heard it. I, <laughs> yeah, it, it, always, it always happens, doesn't it? When the electricity goes off, ah, well, and you switch on the kettle. I know, know yeah. I'd have a cup of tea in mind. But uh, like in, in our day, my God, it was a power cut every few weeks. Mm. That, money to put oh, well, <laughs> you had the 10p into the meter and when it ran out like uh, you were poor you had to wait till maybe the wage my, uh, my effort was able to take the meter apart and, oh we did and, and uh, yeah. I don't need a way of doing it anyway yeah, well we but, done uh, most, we got uh, free electricity for we yeah, found we, it. <laughs> then we, we had to move to a different place on for people <laughs> 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 it was still going on <laughs> it was actually it was in that flat in Black Rock 
and he was sure. able to um, he was able to make 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 electricity out of nothing out of the one fifty p did us about six months. Let's put that way. Mm. <laughs> but you know, remember that you, know, you put the two two shilling piece in, yeah, and we into the slot. You turn the key, it, and it you fall into a, a, a box. Yes, but and the box was locked. You take out the box. Yeah. Yeah. We used the same thing. Yeah. yeah, that was the trick. Oh, that was bell being paid for, right? We owed the thing at the end of. I think we were the first in the street to have our dinner by candlelight. <laughs> yeah, do you remember Big Tom's it was you had to bring your own candle at one stage yeah <laughs> I, I remember in, in Black Rock it was, Uncle uh, Tom's it was Uncle Tom's not Big Tom's Uncle Tom's uh. I, don't, it was, I think it was still called that at the time I can't remember but the electricity went out your man wouldn't pay the electricity bill and he just yeah. made this rule just bring your own candle <laughs> yeah. and it was a lovely atmosphere right. I remember, <laughs> remember Fergus McGilligot and Tony Condon you remember Tony mm-hmm. but it was a Paragon 7 yeah. mm-hmm. there was Fergus McGilligan, Tony Condon and Paddy McGee from Fatima, they were playing, there were a band called the Pentagons. I remember them. Yeah, three of them. On. And there was, we used to go, they used to play in uh, the castle every Thursday night. It'd be chicken and chips and the boys were playing away. And I remember, it was in the paper, there was a, a electricity strike. Mm. And it says, dance going ahead in the castle. I couldn't believe <laughs> when we were up. Like the chicken and chips were a bit cold, but we didn't care. Them, you had long hair and crazy <laughs> face. And Same colour as your hair. All along the side of the stage, car batteries. Car batteries. The boys are into car batteries, and every when they really get going, you see the sparks coming out of the side. Now. <laughs> that was, I think that was the first pyrotechnics. <laughs> but they they done the gig, you know. And I seen Mad. I seen myself playing in Stabannon one night, and we we had these as a colour play safe, and it was a jack plug. It got a barrel and an input. You put it into your guitar. And if anything happens, this will knock off. Oh, right. All, everything, you know. But now you have on your amp, it's a play safe that if anything happens, it'll it's knock off. It's built into it. Built in. Mm-hmm. But I remember playing that one night and I was standing here and there was just a light hanging down. We no lights at the time. And I put my hand over Lift the light and hanging on to it. Another light was there. And it fucking left the Bang. Play, play safe. They got it back and it was just blown open. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, I've seen like, a few people getting really bad oh, electric shocks. Actually, geez, one of me, Evelyn's mates that, yeah. in the show band was killed. He jumped mm. off the back of the stage for a piss. Yeah. And he pissed onto a fucking live wire. <sighs> yeah. And he was see, killed by that. That was back way yeah. back when he was only a young man. Yeah. I see myself playing a couple of years ago. And I won't mention the pub. But we had to play in the marquee. And it was that bad to get to the, the marquee. It was all stones on the ground. And my cowboy boots were like wellies. When I got into it, this is no joke, and we were playing, and there was a, a walkway. You know that? They're like uh, pallets all over mm-hmm. the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we were watching the water mm-hmm. run flat past. Oh, Jesus. Unbelievable. Yeah. Health and safety you know, out the window. And, there was yeah. no health and safety. My outfit's uh, cowboy boot had, all these lads used to wear the cowboy boots yeah. in the country bands and show bands and stuff. And he used to have a watermark around the top for yeah. where he got out of bed one night and pissed into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, that was the best one. That was the best one, yeah. In bed. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right, Chris, we're wrapping up. Now. No, we're wrapping up. Well, anyway, listen, that is, uh, Peter, we want to thank you for coming along. This it's great fun, and Peter. Thank you And it's it is available if you go on to Peter Johnson or to the Violent Mood Swing 
and you'll see the links the way you can buy it it is it's a lovely thing to have it's on Bandcamp if you want to uh, yeah. if you want to buy it and get it delivered out to you Bandcamp is the place to go oh that's great um, and any live gigs coming up uh, no that's good. <laughs> <laughs> too busy paying for this yeah. well we should do I don't know probably yeah. I don't know you tell me <laughs> when he's on sure. uh, well, well, thanks listen, again mate. thank you for Peter and as I say from Violent Mood Swings a great band great if you're into punk music I love a thing you said on it punk and roll oh yeah punk yeah and roll. not rock and roll <laughs> punk and roll I thought that was lovely this is the album to get it's a vinyl if you're a collector of vinyls this should be Just in your one. collection and uh, it's goodbye from me Paddy Mac and goodbye from Sean McEnany good luck lads take care